Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 here for our coverage of the qualifying session that just went down at the Belgian Grand Prix. And what a fun one that was. Heart in the mouth moments for Max Verstappen fans at certain points there. We'll get into it all right now. And uh, Q1 has a bit of a delayed start, I think just due to weather mainly. Uh, and because of that, we're going to have a delayed start to our coverage of Q1 to bring you some breaking Alpine news. If you haven't seen it already, Otmar Safnauer, Otmar Safnauer sorry, and Alan Permain are out. So Otmar is the team principal. Alan Permain does something else that I can't remember. I'm going to do a Google in the background now to let you know what he does. Alan Permain, he's an engineer. Um, our sporting director for Alpine. They're both gone. This is a very strange news story which has been broken this morning. They, they're both just gone. They, they're after, after this race. Alpine want them to finish this race and then they're gone. And both will be put onto gardening leave. There will be someone put in charge of Alpine, uh, just for now. But the rumour is that the new head of Alpine will be none other than uh, Maria Benotto, Mattia Benotto, uh, who was the team principal of Ferrari last season, who was kicked out at the end of last year. So it's all change again at Alpine, because it's a never-stopping carousel of people at that team. No one wants to stay for too long. And no one really knows why. But there you go. Uh, Otmar, out. That's the big news from this morning. Anyway, on to qualifying. It's a damp track. Uh, and it's getting slowly, slowly, slowly drier. So guys are setting lap times all the time. We're out on inters into Q1. There's uh, a bit of a question around impeding towards the start. Where Max Verstappen uh, could have been impeding Albon. But there was no further investigation on that. Uh, Nico Hulkenberg has some kind of hydraulics issue. So he lost a lot of time in the qualifying session. To the point that when they sent him out at the end. Once the issue was fixed. He was like seconds away from crossing the line when the checker flag went out. So we didn't get to set a fast time. But in the end, the guys out of Q1 were Albon, Joe, Sargent, Ricardo, and Hulkenberg. Some big shocks there. Hulkenberg, as I said, due to the, that uh, hydraulics issue. Ricardo set a very good lap time, good enough for P10, but got it deleted due to track limits. Uh, Sargent isn't too much of a shock. Joe, after that incredible P5 qualifying uh, last time out in Hungary, out in Q1 this week, P17, and Albon in P16 is about what you would expect. I think Albon will be making up places in the race. <clears throat> And Q2, and seven minutes into Q2, we see the first cars go across the slicks, and it was Bottas who made the first move, and shortly after that, everyone swapped over. They didn't even wait and see if he was quick, they just swapped over. With a track like Spa, which is such a big, long track, uh, you know, you can't waste time looking at sector times. If you feel it's the time, or if you feel you're going to be under pressure from someone like Bottas on the slicks, you've got to go for it. And that's what the teams did. With five minutes to go, we had an all-star drop zone. These were the names in the drop zone. Lando Norris, Lance Stroll, George Russell, Lewis Hamilton, Carlos Sainz. If just like one of them went out in Q2, that would be a big news story. But all of them were in the drop zone with five minutes to go. Ocon hit the wall and broke his front wing. And he was actually very lucky to just bring the break the front wing. It was quite the impact there. Uh, but it was just the front wing broken and he was managed to get back out again. And at the end of Q2, those outs were Ocon, who wasn't able to set a time on the... Uh, 
on the dry tyres because he was recovering from that incident in the wall. Bottas in 14th, Magnussen 13th, Gasly 12th, Yuki Snowda in 11th, and uh, just getting through, just in 10th place, was Max Verstappen. A heart-in-the-mouth moment there. As Max set his time, it wasn't really quick enough. He was just in P10, with a few guys left to do their lap times, like Yuki and Gasly can't do their lap times yet. I really thought that was going to be the end of him there. And with that five-place penalty, he would have been starting like 15th, 16th place. But no, he just gets through. Just. Uh, Magnussen is also being investigated for impeding Charles Leclerc. It did look pretty bad, so I wouldn't be surprised if that one was met with a penalty. So the first time he's actually out-qualified Hulkenberg, and he might be back behind him, but he should be okay. So it should be a five-place, and he would be, what, 17th, 18th, something like that? So we'll wait and see. Into Q3 now, and after the first laps, this was your top 10. So in 10th was Russell, then it was Stroll in 9th, 8th for Hamilton, uh, 7th for Perez, 6th for Alonso, 5th Norris, 4th Piastri, 3rd Sainz, 2nd Verstappen, and then 1st Charles Leclerc. But as we cross the line, here is the top 10. So it is Lance Stroll in 10th, Fernando Alonso in 9th, George Russell 8th, Lando Norris 7th, Oscar Piastri 6th, Carlos Sainz 5th, Lewis Hamilton 4th, Sergio Perez 3rd, Charles Leclerc 2nd, and then Max Verstappen in 1st place. Max Verstappen getting pole position, but due to the engine, uh, the gearbox changing penalty, it will be Charles Leclerc on pole on Sunday with Sergio Perez alongside him. Um, a few things as well here. Max Verstappen took pole by 0.820. That's how impressive he was there. Fantastic lap from Max at the end here. Um, so a few other things to point out. Uh, Piastri beats Norris for the second time this season. A fantastic lap from Piastri. It did appear Norris may have had some damage. He went quite wide and had to go through the gravel traps in Q1. And I think he was suffering from that from the uh, from the remainder of the sessions. But... Yeah, still great lap from Piastri, getting his hands on the fully upgraded car that he did uh, in Hungary. He seems to have a properly good understanding of it, and he's taking it to Norris, which is what we like to see. Uh, I want to say a quick praise for Stroll here. I think Stroll has actually got a lot better throughout the season. In this qualifying session as well, very close to Alonso. It's just, as Stroll has gotten better, the Aston has gotten worse. It's kind of like um, what we saw with Joe from his rookie year where at the start of the season, he wasn't very good and Bottas was, so Bottas scored quite a few points. But then as Joe got better and better and better, the car got worse and worse and worse. So you didn't see the gap as much. But yeah, I think Stroll is getting... I don't know if it's consistent, but in this one session here, Stroll very close to Alonso. So this should make for a lot of fun on Sunday. Uh, Ferrari first, Ferrari fourth... Uh, Red Bull second, Lewis Hamilton in the middle there as well. The, the McLaren car's not too far back. They've gone for this high downforce setup, which I think will be good in the wet, but it looks like the race might be in the dry, so it could be uh, maybe a bit more difficult for McLaren. They'll be one to watch for sure on Sunday, but it should make up for a lot of fun. We've got the sprint shootout and the sprint race tomorrow. Make sure you subscribe to the channel to have coverage of all that. But overall, this is great stuff. A great session. And a great time. So as I said, we'll be covering the sprint and the sprint shootout tomorrow. On Sunday, we shall be covering the F1, F2 and F3. And then on Monday, we'll have the driver ratings as well, all here on the channel. So make sure you subscribe for that. 
Until then, though, have a fantastic week. Enjoy all the racing that is on offer here, and I will see you then. Have a good one. Goodbye.